Professor Pacino? Oh, Chad, my wonderful favorite student who's very lively and engaging. Please uh, have a seat. Uh, yeah, you know, I was just, um, we were talking about the, you know, the Silk Road and, and uh, Europe's push to, you know, find a way, a quicker way to Asia. And I was reading about Magellan and all these people that, you know, were explorers pushing against the edges of the map where dragons lay. And I'm like, where are Chad's dragons? Chad, you want a dragon? I might eat you, buddy. No, not like a literal dragon, but where are the, you know, where are the frontiers that I could push against now in oh, real life? Oh, you want to be a pioneer, yeah. don't you? But there's no uh, place to pioneer anymore. No, the maps are finished, Professor. Well, you got two choices. You could shrink yourself down into a tiny little person and inject yourself in somebody's bloodstream. What? Or you could go to outer space. Those are the only two options? Those are the only two left in America. What What about in Europe? Hey, just be careful, okay? All I'm saying is, if you're gonna shoot for the stars, you gotta watch out for the strings that are attached. Because huh. it takes a lot of resources to get there, and it might compromise your moral integrity. It's just like a friend of mine that I used to have. This is the story of my old friend, Grover and Clark. This is Mission Control. This is... Philip, they are not answering. Just use a different tone of voice. You sent an $8 million shuttle into space and you're saying they're not I'm answering saying they've been up there. They've been up there. Mission Control. Oh. Mission Control. So, sorry. We, we hit the mute button on the phone. This is Mission Control. We thought we were talking to you and you were ignoring us. That was a joke. We didn't find it very funny, but... It's fine. It's fine. Uh, just doing our routine check-in. Uh, we're doing all right. Doing okay. Um, uh, a lot of space out here. Real dark. Um, Everything okay there, Clark? Well, Grover's acting kind of, kind of odd. You know, it's. He's not, he's not playing with the Kong toy as much. He's, he's getting kind of sluggish. I'm just, I know it's getting kind of boring. He used to, used to play. Hey, it's okay, Grover, it's okay. You know, I, I just really think he needs like some Dinovites. You know, I've been picking up some, some AM signals talking about the dino vice, which are supposed to help. Uh, I just, I just don't know what to do. And it's okay, Grover, it's okay. Copy that. Do you think you can carry out the rest of the, uh, the rest of the mission? I guess. 
like morale up there. I don't like the, the lack of morale. <sighs> the goddamn dog was supposed to fix that. Space dog program, is it a failure or is it a success? It's too soon to call it a failure. It's too soon. They've still got time up there. They've still got time. In Mission Control, there's a giant red clock that's counting down the days. There's three days and 12 hours left on the clock as another minute ticks onward towards oblivion. Meanwhile, on the shuttle Canis, Clark tends to his trusty companion, their spaceship, Light years away from Earth now, traveling deep into space, soon to arrive on an alien world. I'll go over the communication windows closed for another 12 hours. Do you want me to, you want me to tether you to the wall and throw the ball? <laughs> They've tried this before. It mostly just ends in Grover swinging around the shuttle with uh, the gravity turned off. You want me to velcro you to the wall and give you some belly pads? God, Grover, just, just tell me what you want! Clark jumps into into his work. He hasn't been this active in in months. He takes one of the space spacesuits and begins working at it, cobbling it together, shaping it, reforming it to something that Grover can use. Hey, let's get this on you, Grover. Let's 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 go for a walk. Let's go to the airlock. Put your little helmet on. Uh, hey Clark? Yes, Miss Control? Uh, just checking back in after that, uh, that dark period there. Uh, we're getting some weird readings from the spare suit. Uh, wanna get in there and check it out? Maybe see if, uh, something going on with the equipment there. No, it's, it's okay. I I, I made a suit for Grover. We're gonna go for a walk. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, why are you? What are you doing? Why are you hand reaching me, for that? Hand me, hand me the calm. That's why can't I handle this? Fine, you handle this. You handle this, Philip. Uh, is that Grover on the line? Uh, yeah, that's Grover. Is he in the suit? Yeah, he's in the suit. Got the helmet on. We're ready to go. We're on our way out, and then uh, got your call. Uh, all right, uh, Clark. Um. Opening up my pamphlet here to uh, 
I'm going to talk you down right now. You're experiencing something we like to call space madness. Oh, for God's sake. Oh. This is Clark. not space Clark. madness. Clark, you cannot put the dog in the spacesuit. There is nowhere to walk him. His legs will dangle like a little groundless man that will just sweep through the non-air, the vacuum of space. You cannot take him on a walk. Clark. How is that different than the non-gravity we have inside the ship? There's he walls. Can't get, he can't get his paws to stick to anything. I said we need the Velcro shoes, and uh, you said we don't have it in the budget. The the, the airlock just opened. The airlock just opened. Oh. Clark, Clark, don't do this. Grover, Grover went out on his own. Clark, was he tethered in? Clark, he tethered. Clark runs to the nearest port window. Clark, is the tether still attached? We still have the tether still attached. Clark, pull the dog back in. All right, I'm gonna have to get, the, get to the airlock. Come on, Grover. Mission Control, pulling him in. You see, sometimes you just need to, to speak for, forget what the pamphlet says. I think this is just the first steps of space madness. I oh. think we're losing him. The, I... Mission Control, the tether broke. <laughs> I've gotta go, I've gotta go get him. I've gotta go get him, I've gotta Clark? fetch, I gotta fetch Grover. Clark? Clark, well maneuver the ship towards him. Clark. There's not time, there's not time, I've got my tether. I'm coming Grover, I'm coming. Clark. Clark pulls himself back in toward the, the, the ship. He push, he puts his feet against the ship and then pushes himself out, launching himself like a rocket out toward the dog. He drifts slowly. Coming in closer, he's found his mark. Hey, Rover, I've got a bone! I've got a bone! Move towards me! The dog pads helplessly in the air, his feet moving like he's swimming in water, but it's doing nothing to move him or, re or push him in space. I've almost got you, Gover! I got you! I got you! I got you! Miss Control, I have Grover. Pulling in, pull back in the ship. Clark, don't let the dog out of the ship anymore. Grover and I are back inside safe. I think you're Helmets right. Helmets are off. I think it could be space madness. You doubted me, but it's space madness. Miss Control. Yeah, yes, Clark. I saw something else out there. I don't know if it's space madness. You talk to him. I can't. I can't. Talk to me, Clark. But it was like, it was a, it almost was like a dark matter stick. Did Grover interact with the stick? Yeah, he was, he was trying to, he was trying to get in his mouth, but he had the helmet on. Grover, are you, are you okay? What's, ha what's what's happened with I don't the know. what happened with the stick? I what's... I think no he's stick. I think he's saying something. Don't indulge him. How 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 
Grover told me that. In training, they trained him to kill me when we reached the planet. That is ridiculous, Clark. Clark, you are showing signs of space madness. You are showing signs of space Ooh. madness. You Ooh. need to take the precautionary steps that we taught you in training, Clark. Ooh. You told me to take the cyanide pill. You want me out of the way, you want me dead. Clark? Grover said, to hell with you. That he's not gonna let me, let me die. You got all that from Awoo? We got two minutes before we go dark again. Clark? Clark, listen to me. Grover I know and I understand each other. You're in a very difficult place right now. You have no idea, Mr. I'm sitting in mission control with a Coke in my hand because Coke decided to sponsor NASA, which I still think is bullshit. Clark, that is Give not my last name. Day. I am not Mr. Sitting in Mission Control. You know that's not my last name, Clark. We never get enough money in the budget and Coca-Cola sponsors us, all right? Control now. He's breaking up. Where? The shuttle enters into the orbit of the alien planet. Damn it! This communication is severed. That goddamn dog. He had one job. Oh. I love you too, Grover. Oh. Oh. I know it's just the two of us out in the loneliness of space, but you're you're closer than any family member I've ever had. And I'm glad you're here with me. Bro. Hello to you too. With very adept pause, Grover types a code into the computer. Suddenly the ship comes to life. What the, what the hell? They had a wet bar in here the whole time? Coca-Cola program initiated. Lights come on around the ship, red and white lights, lighting everything in an almost lounge style, a comfort almost oasis-like atmosphere. The ship, artificial gravity turns on, and the ship becomes almost like a very comfortable living area. They've got one of those Coke fountain sodas with 872 options? A red and white sofa comes out from the sidewall, springing out. It's a futon. A television drops down from the ceiling with a Coca-Cola ad already playing on it. Coca-Cola! <laughs> I always did like those, those polar bears. Why, hello there. It's me, holographic John C. Pemberton. Here to serve you 
a frosty Coca-Cola. The hologram uh, reaches out and kind of passes through a, uh, a Coke bottle as he tries to push it down the bar to, to Clark. I'll get that. <laughs> Have a little trouble there. Yeah, but with being incorporeal. It's an artificially intelligent hologram, so it can respond to what they're saying. It's not just pre-recorded. That's a mighty fine dog you got there. Oh, oh! Looks a little ridiculous, though. Oh, oh! How does Grover look ridiculous? Why is he dressed up all in that ill-fitting suit? We just went for a spacewalk. Spacewalk? Oh, that's right. We're in space. Where you can enjoy a nice frosty Coca-Cola. As our astronaut, his canine friend, and his new hologram companion descend into the orbit of the planet, Things are getting tense back in mission control. Damn it. This wasn't supposed to happen. That dog. How did he give it away? It's the red and white phone. It's Coca-Cola. Hello, sir. Hello. This is the president of Coca-Cola. How how are things in Atlanta today, sir? How things in Mission Control is really what I want to know right now. Sir, the, uh... Things not so pr- The parameters have changed. The dog, he, did, he didn't have the guts to go through with it, sir. Grover's a well-trained dog. He, what do you mean he had no guts? He was very well-trained, but he, he seems to have, have, have befriended his, his human companion. At this point, he should have... Killed him off, sir. As you know, the human was only there to keep the dog alive during the journey. And, of course, the dog would have been the first dog on another planet, making it Coca-Cola's dog mascot on another planet. Absolutely. Well, we received a isometric subspace frequency signal beacon that uh, issued that uh, the protocol for the Coca-Cola ship has been activated. That's right, sir. It's gone gone to shit. That's where it's gone. Uh, sir, it. it's it's still... We could still get what we need. We could still... I don't really understand. Why can't we just tell people it was a human and a dog? Why do we have to lie to the press and just say a dog made it there on his own? Listen, it's not, it's not about the dog making it there on his own. It's what the dog can do once he's there. A dog has much more... It, it's got better olfactory senses, taste, than a human does. Once it's on that planet, it can discover whole new flavors. Flavors that a greedier man might take. That's right. And that's why they need to, I understand. Are you, Absolutely. uh, are you mission control, or are you mission suck my booty? There's no need for that, sir. Sir, sir no, we're... Because right now you're sucking booty pretty hard, and if you don't stop sucking the booty, <laughs> you're going to be sucking booty for... Pepsi Cola or RC. Sir, sir don't I, you say that, sir. We no booty sucking here. No sir. booty. Su- we're gonna stop you sucking wanna, that booty. We're gonna get back in control. Yeah, you want to work on RC's program? Don't, you know what sir, they're doing? I do not want to work on RC's program. Yeah, they are an inferior doing, cola. They're not even doing moderate. They're out there working on. They're working on blimps. <laughs> they're trying to make a blimp. <laughs> sir, I know that we. We are monitoring the situation as closely as you are, but we know... 
You remember the Hindenburg? I I don't we, remember I it. I, I'm aware. I wasn't there for it. I know that it happened. You're going to be doing one of those. You keep this up. All right, you got a couple minutes to fix this. All right, bye. Uh, Jesus. A couple minutes. We can't even communicate with them right now. Well, there's one way. But communication systems are so weak, all we can do is activate it. We won't be able to control it once it's working. The cowboy protocol. The cowboy protocol. Shit. All we can send is the on command. After that, it's out of our hands. Well, it's high noon and we've got no better option. On the wall of the control room is a glass case within which rests a single red and gray lever labeled Cowboy Protocol. Steve, the mission control guy, takes a small hammer off of the wall. Alright, so just gonna pull it then, I guess. That's all we have left to do. Meanwhile, on the spaceship, a small red light begins blinking over a very tasteful 1950s-era Coca-Cola plate. Oh my! Looks like what the Cowboy Protocol has been activated. The Cowboy Protocol? What's the Cowboy Protocol? Oh, that's when the mission starts sucking booty. What does sucking booty entail? Is that is that is that bad for us? Evidently, the mission is not fulfilling what the Coca-Cola company desires. So the cowboy protocol's been activated. Can, can we stop? Like, like hey, Coca-Cola, uh, for a taste that's out of this world. We can, we can come up with a new formulation or something and, and send it back. Is there any way to change? Can we well, reverse the cowboy protocol? I don't know of a way. And when it comes to the aims of this mission, my, my memory banks are suspiciously blank. Ow. But here, enjoy a nice, frosty, original recipe, Coca-Cola. Full of cocaine. His hologram hand reaches out and again tries to push it down the bar. Just stop trying. <laughs> Just, it's ridiculous. You look ridiculous. But thank The you. blinking light above the Coca-Cola plate begins beeping very loudly. Retro rockets begin to fire, angling the, the ship at a dangerous, dangerous speed and a dangerous angle for entry into the alien world. Oh, oh, oh! Grover's getting hot! Why is it so hot? The red and white lights light just turn so to red lights. The entire ship is bathed in red Coca-Cola light. They hit the ground hard, skidding, oh, sparks flying, oh. flames coming from the side of the ship. They go through entire forest land, knocking down trees and grass, crashing into a canyon side, scraping against it till they slow. Hey boys, slow. Welcome to hell. Empty Coca-Cola bottle spins by the side of Clark. In the tumble, he's consumed the entire bottle of original recipe 
coca-filled wine cooler Coca-Cola. Mission Control. You tell the Coke people that they may they may kill us. And they may try to forget that we ever existed. But like New Coke, we will not be Pick up that coat, Grover. Grover nudges Clark with his nose. Clark remains motionless. Suddenly, in the middle of the ship, a haze, like heat, begins to fill the empty cabin until phasing into existence, a single black stick throbs into existence. Grover jumps towards the stick. Ow! He, he wraps his mouth around it, and in doing so, it changes him. It changes him inside and out. It turns him from merely a hyper-intelligent space dog into something else, something more powerful. Become a biped, Grover. into the light of my eyes. It's you. I'm going to lick you now. It's you. <laughs> he licks his face. I feel tingly, Grover. It's beginning. The cycle has begun. Clark is transforming. Something about him is changing I'm now, afraid, too. Grover. Let it happen. Let it happen, Clark. It happened to me, and you will understand A soon. power courses through him. A power strange and unfamiliar, but, but undeniable. It's something our corporate overlords never understood. They tried to harness a power that they didn't understand, that they were not ready for. I feel stronger than I've ever felt. Yes. Look around you. Do you see time? 
Not only do I see it, I can pick it up and stretch it like and rearrange it. River flowing all around you in every direction. Come, come outside and see. Come outside, Clark. All things are ready now. They exit the ship. It's beautiful. And around it's... them, they see, already there, beautiful blimps labeled with RC Cola on the side. The Cola of Royalty! That's right, Clark. The true cola, made still, even to this day, with original cola nuts. Organic, non-artificial flavorings, and the right balance between carbonation and sweetness with pure cane sugar. Grover, are we dead? Is this heaven? We are more alive than anyone else on Earth could ever be. This is our home now. Why, hello! I am the Page of Cola. Welcome, travelers. Hey, you just, you just actually physically handed me an RC Cola. Oh, it's delicious. A chamber has been prepared for us now. Let us enter it. They walk forward up a glistening staircase into a large, futuristic castle. There they retreat to the royal chambers, where they are greeted heartily as heroes by the crowd that is gathered there. No, that's okay, no, no, no problem. This is Grover, but... They've been waiting for us for all these years. It is those who have been foretold. They have arrived. Your Majesty. I present the Earth Travelers. Wondrous, wondrous, wondrous. Welcome. Thank you, Your Majesty. Our society is your society. Our monarchy is your monarchy. Our kingdom is your kingdom. I don't know what to say, Grover. Words are no longer necessary now. Would you all like some Royal Crown Cola? I would love some. Please, help yourselves. Royal Crown begins to rain, rain from the ceiling of the, of the hall. It's like a dream I had when I was a kid. That wasn't a dream, Clark. That was the future. And Echoing back through time. And we pull back back from the hall, back from the planet, and we watch as the planet itself almost seems to fade from the coordinates where it was into some other unknown space and time. Space Adventure by Alf Pacino Featuring Matthew Brahm Kendall Butterworth Sam Gorenstein Amy Nolte 
Justin K. Rivers, Matthew Rogers, and Alex Timmis. With original music composed and performed by Mark S. Merritt.